Hello. Hi. We often see red flags used in the environment or sports to signal that conditions are dangerous or the current status has been deemed unsafe. We see this in racing on the beach with tides and current warnings. They even use it in wildfires to signal uh, an environment for fires. Sometimes it suggests to proceed with caution or in other instances requires you to immediately stop what you're doing. When we think about red flags in relationships, the term is used very similarly. Something said or done by a person that signals there might be deeper issues within or potential dangers ahead. Wow. Yeah. That was intense. It's going to be an intense one today. Yeah. Red flags are nothing to to play around with. Nothing to mess around with. Red flags are a hot topic. We did an episode on icks, and I seemed to (laughs) get icks and red flags confused, and all the icks I was giving were apparently red flags. So if you're interested in what some of uh, my red flags are, listen to our icks episode. Yeah, just in your mind, I think you just got the concept confused between what an ick was, where it's just like a little light feeling of disgust versus like there are deeper issues that need to be kind of monitored. Which red flags are are also icks, but all red flags are icks, but not all icks are red flags. Sure. (laughs) I don't know why I can't like, I I can't conceptualize that. Like I can't wrap my mind around that. I'd have to slow it down. All red flags... Are icks. Okay, you get icked out by any red flag. Yes, I think most people would. It's like a it's like a more intense version of an ick. It's like a but icks it, can be like light and like whatever, and they're not all red flags, but I would say all red flags are icks. Like people are like, oh, like that's red flag, ew. I feel like you know? it may be. I get what you're saying. I think the ick thing that you're missing is it's like it literally ties to disgust. Like, ew, like gross like you get this weird and it's red flags i feel like are more you just say you're saying you think they're they're completely their own entity maybe i mean i can see where you i can see where they're correlated but i can't see with some red flags because they're like warning signs they're like oh i don't like that at all it's not like this disgust feeling of disgust yeah it's like oh uh that's a word that's worrisome right that's no, kind of that how sense. I would describe it. It's like worrisome. Well, stay tuned to see if I ever can uh, figure out the difference between icks and red flags. No, you're, I, think you've, <laughs> I think you got it now. All right, good. <laughs> so we posted a question box on our Instagram page asking what some red flags are for you guys. And there were just so many good ones and uh, funny ones that we wanted to just dive right in and share those with you guys. Yeah, you guys did awesome responding and uh, a lot of these are very interesting. So I'm interested to see how we're going to feel about these. The first red flag, and this is the worst red flag, IMHO, not listening to the Better Half podcast. Let's go. (laughs) That is a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Good one to start it off with. This one says, liking other women's thirst traps slash telling me what I can or cannot post or wear. Hmm. I mean, I agree. Yeah. 
Well, we just talked about the liking other like girls' pictures and stuff. When when you're in a relationship already, definitely a red flag. Yeah, I guess the biggest thing with that for me is just the intent. If you can clarify the intentions on liking the thirst trap. Maybe. Nah. <laughs> yeah, all he's going to say is, yeah, I mean, whatever. Probably just, you know, lie about it or. What if he's a good guy? I mean, if he's we a good guy, he probably ain't like another girl's thirst traps. You know what I'm saying? We can't just always imagine this guy's a, a terrible boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, the telling telling you what you can or cannot wear and post also or yeah, seems just like controlling. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. That I feel like that is controlling. Yeah, definitely a red flag. The next one is lacks goals and aspiration. Is that a red flag? I mean, I feel like it definitely can be for some people. Like, it can be a red flag. If somebody is very goal-oriented or they like their partner to be very, like, goal-oriented and they're, like, don't know what they're doing with their life and stuff. And, I mean, it it is kind of a red flag because then it's, like, how are they going to take care or, you know, contribute to our family and our relationship financially or or they don't have, like, they just sit on the couch all day or something they don't have ambitions they you know like and if, I, I guess it just depends on what your preference of a lifestyle is but what if their goals are kind of more like does it matter if it's hobby based or what just if they don't have any goals in life like you can't picture you can't pinpoint any goals or aspirations like that's just not a good sign yeah, I guess just like if you're going at it really surfacely without digging into it, it's like if you can just tell someone is, you're like, what are you, so what are your like hopes and plans or goals and aspirations or for the future? You know, you're like on a date talking and they're like, oh, I don't really have any, <laughs> just kind of like living day to day, see what happens. It's like, it's just not a lot of, I guess, security or like yeah. in that. So it can kind of be like, eh, like, what are you going to do with your life? No, Who that knows? Makes sense. You know? What if their goal is just to buy a uh, uh, one of those vans you travel around in and they just want to live out of a van? Hey, some people, that is their, that's like, they're like, I'm I'm there for it. Yeah. That's their vibe and that's what they want to do too. So it's like, that is still like a goal and aspiration, like travel the world in a, in a van and see, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just look, looks different. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, this grand, like, financial, like, Yeah, I guess maybe I've thing, never met somebody like that that didn't have goals and aspirations. That's uh-huh. interesting. Maybe. Their entire day being ruined by their sports team losing. <laughs> OMG, the worst. <laughs> that is pretty, that's, that's pretty icky. Uh, and, I could, and, yeah. And I think you nailed it there. The ick. The ick, the yeah. The out. That's pretty icky. That would kind of grace. It is gross. And yeah, I mean, also a red flag because it's like you let sports control you that much. It's kind of like, oof, like, is this what our relationship's going to look like? Like every time your team loses, you are in a bad mood the rest of the day. Right. And like, I'm not, I'm not much into sports. Like I enjoy watching pretty much any sport. I can sit down and watch it and really enjoy it, but I don't have like my team. So no, for sure. There's not much emotion behind when teams lose for me right we love that we're we gonna dive into my red flags <laughs> now like, i'm like thinking while we're in it <laughs> here are some of yours no i'm just kidding um how about people who simply don't like dogs i 
genuinely agree that that's a red flag. It's like dogs are just these sweet little loving, innocent, just loyal and just happy and whatever. And so it's just like to not like dogs like something inside of you is not okay or it's a little little dead in there or something to me i don't know dogs are like the uh perfect form of like selflessness and genuine and authenticity it's like what you see is what you when they're happy their tail wags like there's no hiding anything with the dog it's like exactly so i feel like to to not like that or to dislike that. I would say almost dislike dogs because, like, some people don't like animals. Yeah. And you should not have a preference. You're just kind of like, oh, I don't care for animals in general. I get But it's like, I don't like dogs. It's like, you're a psycho. It's over. It's over. Yeah, time to break up. Time to. Time to trade you out for a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when his mom is weirdly too obsessed with him. <laughs> I feel like this is kind of like my. My brother and my mom. Oh, no. <laughs> she, it's not. She's gotten better. She's had a hard time letting go. So it'd be a red flag to your sister-in-law. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So when she sees that the mom is too obsessed with your brother, it's a red flag. Yeah. I mean, it's also probably how they play back into it. Because, like, I would say, like, my mom, like, babies my brother so much. But he doesn't necessarily, like... I guess play back into it like, Mommy, can I get will you fix me a glass <laughs> of milk? <laughs> or like whatever. So I feel like it's still kind of red flaggy because you're seeing like their mama like be like kind of obsessed with them, I guess. Yeah. But it's probably also just depends on how they respond to it, I guess. Yeah, I think that one I could almost list these into two categories, like the red flags. I could list them into two categories. One like leads to bad qualities like this person has bad just their characteristics are flawed yeah and then i think the other category would be like there's danger ahead like it just may be difficult to deal with yeah they're not it's not necessarily they're still a good because in this situation like your brother's a great person it's not that that's necessarily a bad characteristic right he has. it's just with that it's like it might be a little trouble navigating this relationship right yeah no that's true or parts of it you I know i can see that this one just says uh, Snapchat. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm dead. That has to be a millennial. Just if they have Snapchat red flag. Yeah. <laughs> it means uh, you're Gen Z. I mean, so we both have Snapchat, but we literally like if you went to our the difference, like we have some Gen Z friends and the difference in how we Snapchat as millennials versus how Gen Z Snapchat is insane. Like one of my friends has I mean, streaks with so many people. And, like, I would say a day she snaps, like, that, like, she has a streak with. She has to keep snapping them, like, 50-plus people a day. That it's just, yeah. like, you open it, photo sent, open it, photo, whatever. You send They're the so same. quick. Their it's thumb insane. just, like, it literally slithers all over the screen, sending, and, and they've already, like, taken 10 pictures of you or of what they're, where they're at. Yes. And, like, for my Snapchat, I have it where... 
it's private. So only if like I've chosen to be friends with you, can you send me snaps or like see my story. But like she posted a story of me or whatever one day and she was like, oh my God, guess how many like views this has or something. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Like I only have like 10 people on mine. And she was like, it has like 650 or 800 or something. I was like, um, excuse me. It's just like they use it as social media and we almost use it as like, text messaging in a sense like we don't really use it as like a social media platform we just kind of use it as a means to communicate to our really close friends so I can see how Snapchat in like especially the Gen Z generation or just like obviously yes sending pictures of and chats of things that disappear that like you know and you're talking to multiple people it's like I mean I kind of get it I don't get it I I I took it as a joke just because it's an, if somebody's using Snapchat, like right. I think there are things in Snapchat, like let's say they're being secretive. I think that could be a red flag. We're just using Snapchat. No, totally. It's not just having Snapchat as a red flag. It's okay. it's not. I agree, but I could see where it could be problematic. It just means sure. your dating pool is probably uh, below the age of twenty two. Facts. Rude to a waitress. This is a hundred percent like a big red flag for me or being rude or even just not like polite or kind. We were actually just talking about this the other day that I said it drives me crazy, which I guess this is more kind of an ick, but when people don't say like, Can I get a water or um I would like a water, please, or like something. Would you mind bringing me? Yeah, ordering it like that and saying like, I want I want a water or like, get me a water. It's like so bossy, I guess, which is like, I'm sure most people wouldn't consider rude, but like to me it is kind of rude. I'm sure they're talking more about like, why didn't you bring me, you know, just being rude. For to- sure. No, that's very, yours is like a minuscule little category of being rude. Yours is like a very small uh of a small aspect of the rude part, but we were sit- standing in line. It's where you walk up and order at the register. And we, we always walk up and we'll just say, yeah, can I get, or, uh, I think I'd like, uh, or whatever. But somebody just walked up and was like, I want to this, 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 and this. And so you were just saying, it seemed like it came across like a little bit bossy, bossy, yeah, demanding. Right. But yeah, I think rude to rude to wait staff. They're doing their job. Like they're doing, their best you don't know if someone else was just like rude to them or something like just not knowing yeah what what's rude to anyone really but yeah wait waitresses and wait staff not tipping well is a red flag i just thought about yeah that goes hand in hand with that yeah just like they live off of tips they make less than minimum wage and so like they rely on tips and so to not give that 20 18 20 percent whatever is just that's a red flag to me. Sorry. For sure. I pulled one of my own. Ooh. You Did we just see the same one at I, the same time? I think so. Oh, that's that's hurts. That's that's terms of divorce. That is not, I mean, t- breaking up. Okay, wait. Not, we're talking about different ones. Uh, <laughs> I thought we for sure saw the same one. Well, no. I see, well, I see one that says boyfriend. Mine starts with friends. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Friends seeing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I sorry. S- yeah. No, that's terms for breaking up is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw that. Go ahead and read it. Then I know what we're talking about. <laughs> we just hear and talk like, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
friends seeing my boyfriend on dating apps, even though he swears he's not using them and lie about it. Yeah, that's just, it's not even like red flag. That's like, I mean, I guess it Dumping. is, but that's just like, yeah, easy, like no questions asked, you bastard. Yeah. See you later and don't look back. See you later, alligator. Oof. This one was this the one that was really sad because it says being a cat person. Yeah. And we're both cat people. Yeah, that's just mean. Is. We're going to have to say we don't agree with that. Cat and people are weird. I'm just going to be honest. Like <laughs> people who have a lot of cats are weird, but we love cats <laughs> and I would have a lot of cats. <laughs> so we're weird. I, yeah, I guess in my uh, <laughs> my logic that makes us weird. And I guess, yeah, we I are. would literally have 50 cats if I could take care of all of them. I love them so much. Dude, you just have to own one. 100%. You have to understand them. Like, you have to... I I always used to hate them growing up. They were, like, my least favorite animal. I would maybe be cruel to them in certain situations. But once I got one and I learned, like, how they operate and kind of why they do the things they do, I really learned to love them. fascinating and amazing. But, again, yeah, neither of us grew up being cat people. We got one because we were like oh it's easier than a dog i feel like they you don't have to take them out to use the bathroom they don't really go outside at all or have to and so we were like okay like let's just it was a stray she was a stray siamese and so we were like okay we'll just like take her in literally fell in love and we were like cats are the freaking coolest and her name was um, topi yes topi and she unfortunately passed away unexpectedly while we were um we had just left to go out of town. Um, but Kemper got a tattoo of her on the back of her arm. So Yes. She's with us forever. So that does make you a weird cat lady. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. I saw this one. Is it my turn? Yeah, you said the cat person. Yeah. This one's like very popular, I think, among you guys. It's only has friends of the opposite sex slash and or their best friend is opposite sex. Yeah, I mean... So it kind of comes back to, which I don't think we've done an episode on this. We totally need to, but it's, it's for guys. I feel like it's hard for guys to only be friends with a girl, but I feel like girls can be friends with guys. We were having this conversation with some of our friends one time and like seeing what we thought about it. But I feel like for guys, it's, it's rare that they don't like, there's not a little something there. They have a little crush or it's a little bit more like you see it in the movies all the time. Like I've just, I've seen it in real life. It's just like, I feel like that rarely happens. So I can see where, I mean, for either, either sex, your best friend being someone of the opposite sex. I feel like that always probably just gets a little sketchy when you're coming into the picture and their best friend who they talk and laugh and spend all their time with is is someone of the opposite sex. And it's like, okay, like is, what is this? Is this more or yeah, only having friends of the opposite sex and they don't really have any of, of the same. It's kind of, I mean, I can totally see where that would be. That one is, that one's definitely more of a red flag for me. The only has friends of the opposite, opposite sex, especially if it's a guy just because yeah, it gives uh boy vibes for sure. It definitely does. So I don't know about having a best friend, though. I mean, do we feel like that's a red flag? Like, I know me, we it's hard for us to kind of go because we're we've been dating, we've been married so long, or whatever. Like, and we don't have friends like best friends of the opposite sex. I mean, 
I've never really like given it a lot of thought because I guess I've never really been in that position, but just trying to put myself in the position of I start dating a guy and his like best friend is this girl. And so they talk all the time. He, they FaceTime or they text all the time or whatever. And he, so he's, he's talking with this other girl. I'm just coming into the picture. I don't know what the dynamic is truly. I don't know her intentions truly. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like the lines I feel like with that could get very blurry. And what is that movie we watched where it was like Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher and they were best friends. Like they were just best friends. Like that's all they were. And they were actually like in love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that was a good one. I can't remember what that was called. He but lived in New York. She lived in California. They switched. Yes. You need to go look it up. So, <laughs> but I don't know. Like I could definitely see where that could be a little red flaggy it could get a little sketchy i think at the point you the the individual is sharing more with their best friend than you because i feel like that's what bre- best friends do you just share everything you're open and honest you tell them everything about your life and so at the point that they're sharing more or like relying more or trusting more in this best friend of the opposite sex than you that's where it gets like a little bit red flaggy for sure, and I feel like they're going to for the first while of yeah. the beginning of the relationship because they are closer to this person. So it's like that is naturally going to happen. So then being the person coming into the picture, you're kind of like, cool. Like, it just is a weird dynamic, I feel like. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you ask them to I mean, some stop. people, honestly, it just may not bother. They may be unbothered by that completely, and it's kind of each year on. That may not bother some people, and they can roll with it and be good with it. I don't think you can ask someone to like not be friends with someone anymore. So I guess it may be one of those things where if if it's new and fresh and you're seeing that dynamic and it's like not vibing for you, then you may just have to say, yeah, it's not working for me. I'll see you later. You could ask. (laughs) No. (laughs) You could ask (laughs) like if like I completely understand you and Sarah are but this is a guy i guess i'm dating a guy he's best friends with sarah all right no this is you this is girls if they're dating a guy and his best friend sarah it's like everything or can you share with me like the things you share with like is that weird to say like yeah i would like to be i would like for us to have a deeper connection like be as open and honest as you and sarah (laughs) <laughs> you and Sarah. <laughs> I mean, it's tough because I feel like me and you are really communicative and understanding and whatever with each other. But like, imagine just coming into a relationship with somebody where it's like, Dude, that'd uh, be so weird. they would be like, you're a red flag for yeah. asking that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, it just gets weird. weird. I don't know. Because like me and Sarah are going to get married one day. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's the whole, uh, that's the whole uh, vibe of the best friend. Right. Of the opposite sex. Exactly. Ooh, I kind of like this one. Just saying sorry without acknowledging what to change next time. So it's like they're just trying to kind of rush through the situation and just be done with it and say sorry and it be over and not actually try to get to the root of the issue and say, okay, what can I do better next time? Or, you know, like just kind of dig into the problem a little more. And They're and slapping a Band-Aid on it. Yeah, exactly. And let's move on. Right. No, there needs to be healing. Yes. And there needs to be change so we don't get cut again. Right. Neosporin needs to be applied. Yes. We're really rolling with the the wound well, I was. metaphor. <laughs> I wanted you to jump in. With <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, I read another one I like, and this is kind of like relationships or friendships, I feel like. It yeah, is pretty so we're going out of turn? Well, you were taking a little <laughs> while. <laughs> Not communicating how they truly feel, but then complaining to someone else about it. Yeah, that's a red flag. Um, yeah, I just expect honesty. When I'm with someone, like, you need to be honest with me. Tell me everything. If I offend you, if I hurt your feelings, if I, if you hurt my feelings, I'm going to tell you. That's just how this works. It has to be open communication and honest. Open and honest communication. I feel like that's just a big one for us, but I don't, I feel like not everyone functions in that way. So it's like they won't say it to the person and yeah, they'll go to someone else and be like, oh, I hate that they they complaining or just whatever about it and it's like well that's a little unfair you didn't even give this person a chance to explain or talk through it or it's kind of just immature honestly for sure this one is only argues confronts over text instead of having a conversation about it in person yeah that's a red flag i mean i can understand sometimes wanting to i guess communicate things over text message because it's almost like you're able to take a beat and gather your thoughts before sharing them but at some point in the relationship I feel like it's just those things have to be done in person I don't know how I feel about that I do think there should be confrontation and and conversations had face to face those can get heated in relationships when you have people with emotions and uh, they just kind of get fiery. And so the conversations don't really get go anywhere. They don't, they don't progress. They just sit there and then you're arguing about arguing and then you're arguing about not being happy. And it's like, wait, the real issue was you didn't put the toilet seat down when you left the bathroom. Totally. Instead of, and, and now you're, you're just not ar- even arguing about that point just because that's how it, can happen face to face for sure. But do you think that like people should work on that to be able to calmly and, you know, like be able to communicate? I feel like that's important to be able to communicate properly and healthily in person. Yes, I do feel that way. Amazing. That was a long question. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what I lost you there for a second. (laughs) You not off. (laughs) No, I was going to try to say, you asked like a yes or no question. Do you think you should? And I was going to say, yeah, like in school when you have to answer it in a complete sentence. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that just saying yes or no? I was going to say yes. I, I do, do think, think you should. should I couldn't repeat, repeat that. I You're couldn't like, get that far, though. It's too long. <laughs> <laughs> this one's just funny. Um, and I guess a red flag for this person and some people he drinks a glass of milk daily. <laughs> <laughs> that's an ick. <laughs> I would say that's more of an ick, but... I, the, I guess red flag could be like, it leads to obesity. Yeah. And you don't want to be in a relationship with, that deals with obesity. Or, yeah, someone unhealthy or... Too much milk fat from the cows. Oh, this one's good. This is good relationship advice right here. If you've made it this far in, this is good relationship advice. How they treat their family if they're mean to their mom. Or I'm going to add, if you're dating a guy and how he treats his mother or his sister, and if you're a guy dating a girl, how how she treats her father or brother. 
that would those are clear signs that they have lived with those people for a long time. They've been in relationship with them. They're the closest people like they trust those people. And so how they treat them, I feel like will point to how they would treat you in the long run. No, I agree completely. And people can be like, oh, it's different. It's my mom and it's whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like it's the female in their life, like you said, that they're the closest to and that they are in a relationship with or whatever. And so maybe it wouldn't look like that off the bat. But long term, once things have settled in and they fall back into those patterns of however it is that they treat the woman or women in their yeah. life that are the closest to them, I can totally, I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. We probably have time for one more each. So pick out your favorite one. Okay. Let's and we'll have to, we'll do another red flag episode. We'll just do part red two. flag part two. Yeah. All right. Because there's, there's more good ones in here, but just Tom's sake. Oh, there's so many good ones. There are. This is hard. All right, my last one is, this one says, not listening to the Better Half podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to this, huh? <laughs> oh, no, I really do have one. Constantly talking about an ex once in a relationship. Yeah, that's definitely a red flag. It's like they obviously weren't or aren't over that person if they continue to come up and it's not allowing you to move forward in your current relationship they're just stuck in their old relationship yes i think it it really points to not being able to live in the moment and kind of appreciate the circumstances you're in which yes you always want to improve and progress in life and hope that people will make changes and become who you want them to be and you'll become but like if your mind is always on previous relationships or the past, like, oh, you're always talking about the past or you're always kind of living, you're living in the past when you're thinking about exes and comparing them and bringing them up and, oh, my ex would do this or my ex wouldn't do this. Like, oh, I wish, uh, yeah, why are you arguing with me, my ex? Like, I don't know. I just feel like that is, that's terrible to, that's a terrible mindset, which leads to terrible actions and just kind of a terrible life. Yeah, definitely. I mean, at the end of the day, no one wants to, I feel like, be dating someone or seeing someone that obviously isn't over their ex or hear about their ex or just them talking bad about them in general is a red flag. And yeah. Yeah. Red flag. Red flag. This turned into, is this a, is it a, do we approve of red flags <laughs> or not? And the cat one we do not approve of. <laughs> All the others are red flags. Okay, I like this one. Deletes text messages with other girls. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That hurts. Oh, no, could I mean, you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine? Secrecy is obviously just never the vibe in a relationship. If you're having to delete your text messages with anyone, especially with other girls, I mean, there's a reason. That is over the line. Yeah. For me, that's like, I mean, you might as well be cheating on me. Well, that's what we, the episode we talked about before this one, emotional, like cheating, like it's something's going on that you're trying to hide. And if there's something that's going on with another human being that you feel the need to hide, you're doing something wrong. Even right. if it's not wrong, it wouldn't be wrong in their eyes. The fact that you 
are trying to be secretive about it, your head and heart are just not in the right place, obviously, you know? A thousand percent. Like we keep saying, open honesty, like that is the way for a strong, healthy relationship on all aspects. Their text messages, uh, their exes, their everything, their best friends, like, yes, Maybe you shouldn't know every single detail about their lives. That's how we live and that's how we kind of believe in. But if there's not knowing every detail about their life, there should at least be uh, like channels for open and honest communication about whatever you want to talk about. No, totally. And it's not this sense of for us, it's like we don't check each other's phones to know if are things being deleted or who are you texting and who are you talking to all the time and whatever. It's like, it's not to that degree of communicating, but if something happens like that may feel like, oh, this is a little like, I don't know, just it's learning each other's uh, limits, boundaries, comfortabilities with things, whatever that looks like and respecting and honoring that. And yeah, just not not hiding things. That's just, it's never the vibe. Secrecy in a relationship is just terrible and if you're you know you can't have your cake and eat it too so if you're just not ready to be in a relationship and you're still wanting to you you have this desire to chit chat and talk and flirt and whatever with other guys or girls or whatever that looks like then you know maybe you're just not ready Ready. to be in a committed relationship and, and maybe you just can't do that to the other person because it's just really mean for them you both should be on the same page emotionally for the relationship to work definitely and if you're wanting to know what you can't have your cake and eat it too means we've looked this up yeah you love my sayings well it's so confusing originally before we knew what it meant it was like you can have your cake and you can eat it (laughs) too like you can do both that's fine but what it is, in the hope that someone out there is interested in this, <laughs> you can't have your cake and eat it. Like once you eat it, it's gone. It's gone and you no longer have it. Right. You could eat half of it. So you could have half a cake <laughs> and eat half a cake too. But and how that applies to the relationship? I'm not sure, <laughs> but. You're the one that said it. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. If you're deleting a message with a guy. It better be like my birthday next week and you're like planning some <laughs> right. humongous surprise and it needed to be deleted. Right. Or you're going to be deleted. Well, that's the thing. Facts. Okay. Pop off, queen. You approve? Uh, no, I completely agree. That's the funny thing is uh, we have done that. Both of us for each other. Deleted messages? No. <laughs> like <laughs> We have. We do it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, like planned birthday or planned like surprise type things where we were having to like talk to people, but. I don't think either of us, I didn't, I don't, I guess I don't know, but I didn't delete the messages because we don't go through each other's phones. Yeah. So it's like, I didn't even feel the need to delete anything because we don't ever look at each other's text messages or whatever, which don't get me wrong. If you didn't give me reassurance and vibes and have worked hard to get to the place that we have to feel like I could trust you. I, I'm sure that I would feel the need or the desire to who's he talking to. Like if For you know, sure. if I felt like early you, on in the relationship, it probably was a little bit more like For I wonder sure. what's going on on her phone. Yeah, definitely. But once you're this far in, you're this far in. There's no way out. There's no way out. <laughs> 
Those were some really good yeah. red flags and Thanks. and some icks, but entertaining nonetheless. Yes, and thank you guys so much for, for sending all those in. If we didn't get to them, I promise you we read them because we went through all of them, and we'll probably talk about them next time we'll get to them. Yeah, stay tuned for part two and uh, lots more interesting topics ahead, and we always enjoy chatting and uh, hanging out with you guys. So thanks for being here, and we'll catch you next time. Laters. Bye. Bye.